Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here today to talk to you about episode four of Netflix's Daredevil. I think it's Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. Right, right. Marvel's Daredevil on Netflix. Exclusively on Netflix. Yeah, man. Um, so, so much fun this week. Uh, we're making all these MCU casts about Daredevil. We've got I've to- been calling it a mini season. <laughs> a mini season of 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 MCU cast. Or hey, I think it's a I think it's a mini cast mini season. A mini cast mini season. I like it. Um so, I haven't quite nailed down the, the the naming on it. No, no, that sounded awful. Um <laughs> not, not good at names. Not good at names. Um so man Nomenclature, not my strong suit. What's up? <laughs> Episode four. Episode four, so officially spoiler alert as of right now for episode four. We're gonna get into this. Um, oh my gosh, Wilson, Cardor. Wilson Fisk. Uh, oh my lord, Cardor. Damn, that was like uh, that rivals um, American History X with the curb stomp. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it does. Except I didn't see the curb stomp happen, I just heard teeth on curb oh and then clutch. It's like that. That was such a visceral, on-screen death. I I don't know if I've ever seen one that disgusting. I it really <laughs> like it. Really bothered me. Um, this show is. <laughs> they talked to you about it being darker. I didn't expect this dark. I'm going to be honest. I did not expect it to be this dark. Well, the show has to die before it can be reborn. W- w- what is that a reference to? Oh, <laughs> uh, really? The. What? <laughs> That's uh, from every trailer of Daredevil at all. The city has to die before it can be reborn. Oh, oh, gotcha. I was like, I don't remember. That sounds like something Fisk would say. It is I, what Fisk actually he said. Uh, that. That's, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, did. that sounds like something Fisk would say, but I haven't seen that yet. I, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the trailers fifteen times like you did each. Um, <laughs> I intentionally kind of avoided them. I was like, I don't want to know. I'm going to watch this and experience it in real time and it discuss felt- it with our listeners in real time. It, um, it felt like news, so I had to watch all of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You cover news. You cover news. That's, that's my thing. What you do. Um, so, Cardor, Cardor, Cardor. Um, Cardor, Cardor. Cardor. It uh, sounds almost like Hodor, I which know, yeah, right. is a different premiere. Oh, yeah, but- yeah. We're, we won't cover that here tonight, even though that happened just a few minutes ago. Um, so, yeah, I, can't, I really, like, I'm thinking about this episode, and I really, just the car door is, like, the, the predominant thing that's in my brain. It, it really showed Fisk... How- it showed Fisk, the entire episode showed Fisk as a person, and then showed what he can do as a person like he's got these rage fits that everybody has but he doesn't have to control them because he's wilson fisk so now he's he is a person he has emotion he has a driving force but then he also has all of this rage and capability and like he's a powerhouse he's a real physical threat now after this episode yeah and body armor yeah, and, apparently. And body armor. Uh, yeah, we had a real deathlock moment. Um, wow. Yeah, the uh, that was the, the that was it, it, the episode just 
man, Vincent D'Onofrio is playing him so strangely. I'm totally on board, but he doesn't. He he feels real. He feels like a character. He feels like a real person. Yeah, he he does. He really really does. He's playing him so awkward too. Which I I guess in my incarnations I've seen of of Kingpin in the past, maybe those uh, cartoons or whatnot. But he just seems so like a confident villain. Um, Well, he is a confident villain when it's not in the case of love or relationship everything else he's exceptionally confident in huh given that it's a really interesting decision to make his first episode a rom-com you know know a rom-com maybe not rom-com but there was there was rom there was less calm I mean, it really was just him and a lady sitting down to dinner. Like, that that was this episode for Fisk. And then he slams a man's head in a car door. Like, it was just... Until it comes off. Oh, my gosh. Like, okay, so, you know, there's lots of on-screen deaths. Yeah. I mean, there was one last episode where he impaled himself. Yes. And that, I thought that that was going to be... I thought torture was going to be the darkest thing they did. Then I thought that a guy impaling his own head on a spike was going to be the most like gruesome dark thing that they did and then they pulled this crap on me yes i i do i agree they they're, they're ratcheting it up episode by episode how dark how gory the show's getting when he's slamming that car door and there's just bits of ugh, i don't even know what to call it bits of blood and brain just like dripping down the back of the man as yep. for under the car oh my gosh my stomach well, was turning. I really had the thought, and this is I've, this never crosses my mind with an on-screen death of a character, especially when we don't really know or really have uh, intense care for. But I, I actually had the thought, like, at what point in that process did he stop being a person? Yeah, and that like that turns my stomach to think like I was actually thinking of like that guy. That's a man dying in that gruesome of a way. That is so gross and dark. Oh man. Okay, so. Other than the car door. <laughs> well, real quick, I wanted to note, uh, just to kind of um, make you grossed out a little bit more. No, no. When he was slamming his head in the car door, before he actually got the door closed, um, he was he would slam it, and then it would slam, and then slam, and then crunch, and then it was like he would slam the door and then have to force it out of the guy's head. Like they had that oh. a little bit where he was forcing it out of his head, just just to slam it again, and then force it out of his head. Just oh, oh it was so brutal. That's it's really really was one of the most one of the most brutal things I've ever seen on screen. Um, so I I don't I don't even know if I say kudos to that. Like I I like the idea <laughs> of a dark show. I'm, I'm down with that, but this is real dark. <laughs> Real, real dark. Um, I understand that they had to establish him as a physical threat because before he was just this big, looming, uh, disembodied kind of threat. Sure, but sure. Now well, he he's like he is a physical person with a threatening, not only a threatening presence, but like a threatening ability to just kill a man like that. Yeah, but and, like, and, and he did it out of like pure like petulance too. Yeah. Like he did it because to embarrass me in front of her. Yeah. Is what it said. That is not a reason to slam it. Like, he dispatched that man with the sort of, like, reckless abandon that you would, like, if someone had killed your wife. Or, like, if someone had harmed, you know, like, yeah. that's the kind of death you normally reserve for an on-screen that's like, 
oh, he did something horrible. Um, and at this point in the show, we don't even really hate Fisk yet. So all we've seen him is this man trying to date a woman. And it's like, you almost like him a little bit. He's kind of this... Like, yeah, they, they, they somehow made me like the villain this episode. And I was like, man, this poor guy. Yeah, he's I just, felt... He's so awkward. I felt so bad for him. And um, then he does this. Man. Okay, so... Other than Cardor, we'll come back to Cardor, I'm sure. Um, I mean, it was the last thing in the episode. We're going to have to come back yeah, to it. Well, what, some other elements in this episode. I really loved um, the Zara Dawson getting kidnapped arc. Um, they also didn't pull any punches there. When it cuts to her and she's all bloody and beaten, that was yeah. real dark. Like that. Uh, I feel like in this, this episode, all I want to mention is how dark. And, I mean, we kind of done that every episode of the cast. We're like. This is just so dark. <laughs> it's just bowling well, alleys and it seems with spikes through heads, bowling alleys and spikes through heads, and um, it seems with hmm. this they have to kind of establish that we're not doing a superhero thing. We're basing this on the world because if if she had been kidnapped in the world. That's what would have happened. She would have been beaten. She would have been bloody. She would have been bruised and just really banged up before somebody came and got her, if somebody did come and get her. But being a superhero thing, somebody obviously has to come and get her. It has to be Daredevil. But she's got pretty banged up. And that's, I mean, that's how it would have happened. Sure. I understand why they had to do that. And I, I approve. Yeah. I, I don't even know if it's like so much making it realistic as it is. It's just wanting it. It's wanting to set it in a world with real stakes where you fear yeah. for the characters. Yeah. Like when Bat swung and she screamed and had to duck to get away from the, the shattered glass, I was like, no, 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 don't do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It scared me. It scared me. Um, and then, of course, Daredevil appearing and those lights going off in sequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rosario Dawson falling to the floor laughing and saying, you want to know his name? Ask him yourself. That was so smooth. <laughs> it really was. A little too smooth. It was like, oh my gosh. Actually, not 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 like in a bad way, but she she just was looking a little crazy in that moment. Like, yeah. you realize you're still in. Like she went into danger. shock a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I also really love. We talked about it on I think the last cast that this show's done really a really great job of having. The, the the female protagonists do something, yeah. <laughs> not be just whiny or talky or what they they're all they're actively doing things. And yeah. what is Rosario Dawson's character? Claire. Claire Temple. Uh, when the, when the battle started in this episode, and Claire uh, drops to the ground, makes herself as small as possible, and starts working her uh, her arms under her legs. Um, she she's getting involved. She's getting low. She's trying to get out of the. Uh, the range of fire <laughs> she's she just she didn't she didn't just sit, i don't know so many shows and it's not just not just women but hostages in general are kind yeah, of they just kind of hang out they like, hang out oh in the corner they don't worry about having they they very specifically showed how involved she was in her own rescue you know yeah um as soon as and then the bat yeah and then of course the bat <laughs> i was not expecting that at all I wasn't either. Totally surprised me. This oh, show has man. surprised me at every turn. <laughs> it really has. Like Speaking of Rosario Dawson and surprising, uh, for a show at least, in the beginning of the show, whenever she was patching him up from his latest little venture where he got you know 
uh, Nick across the shoulder or something like that, and she was stitching him up. They almost, they had the chance, they had the opportunity to make a love thing, like a love interest blooming kind of scene happen they between did. They did. There they was a moment did. where I, it almost seemed like they would kiss for like just yeah, a little. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we've come to expect, but they didn't do that. And I felt that to be refreshing, like uh, kind of like Dave said in the in the uh, I forget which one. I think it was either the last one or the one before. There, there's not any of that CW bullshit. Yeah, not not no. There's not. And honestly, even if it seems like she might have a bit of a crush on him, I think. I mean, who wouldn't? Right. <laughs> it really does seem like she might have a bit of a crush, but it's because she respects what he's doing. There's a reason. It's, see, the CW bullshit that I, that I would say is when there's no reason and and just oh yeah, put those two characters together. Let's mix and match all the characters in hopes yeah. that uh, <laughs> and let's see what the fangirls like. You know, like I don't yeah. care what the fangirls like. Um, give I, me a real show with real people doing real things. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me character development and reasons, motivations why she would like him, and she wants to see her city saved, and she really respects what Matt Murdock is doing in his quest. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is more than anything. More than a crush, it's respect that he is doing something. Absolutely. But I think it is coming across a little... There's a little romance vibe, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe she's just confused. Yeah. but She doesn't uh, know what she wants. No, and I, I don't... I don't. They definitely didn't go too far this episode to make me think that. But I think they're it, yeah. they're definitely leaving that door open that it could happen uh, that those two characters would have something. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where go where they go. Yeah, I like um, I like Karen Page's arc as well. Like it was it was more underplayed, I guess, or, or understated. Mm. Of the uh, of the of the arcs because there were three distinct arcs. Yeah, in this there were one. there were really uh, three strong arcs in this episode. And Karen Pages with like introducing herself to Ben Urich and and doing all that stuff with him and and you know having the the occasional meetups and trying to investigate like all of that was really fun. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I, I feel like what what's going to have to happen there is they're going to be working on this case in secret and Matt and Foggy aren't going to know and then near the end of the se- the season there it's all going to come to a head and she's going to need the man in black's help yeah um, or she's going to go to oh. Matt and Foggy for help and the man in black will uh, step forward <laughs> I think more of what's going to happen is that she and Ben are going to be investigating this thing and then just kind of happen to run into Daredevil doing his thing and be like oh we were working on the same okay yeah. well let's team up yeah, let's compare true. notes that's true that's true they may have the it may happen the other way that the they they the they in the man um the man in black daredevil investigates uh this fisk until he comes across the two of them working the case as well you know somehow those two the the two storylines are going to serendipitously come together i think yeah um, yeah so that's uh, I think we can see that thread starting to form. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're definitely all working toward the same goal. Um, do you know much about the comics, Madame Gao? I know that's a comic book character, right? I don't think so, actually. If I remember correctly, that's a character made up specifically for the show. Oh, really? I just yeah. remember uh, the name. It seems real familiar. It does seem really familiar, but like everything that I read beforehand said that Madame Gao was um, just for the show. Hmm. So, 
Fisk says at the end, uh, he says, this is going to cause a war, and Fisk says, I'm counting on it. Do you think that is at all factored into why he, uh, you know, door slammed that man's head? <laughs> Probably. You think so? See, like, I, I, I don't know if he had the presence. He's, he was so angry uh, about embarrassment, and I wonder how much of it's going to be... Um, Apparently he has some plan. Like he made it sound to his <laughs> to his underling that he has a master plan. That this this is just part of his plan to uh, bring down the organization or whatever. Uh, or like you know whatever. Bring his, them all under his label. Yeah, yeah. Bring them all. Bring them all under him. I guess is the is probably his plan. Um, Mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he. He seemed like he wanted that guy to believe this was all part of his plan, but he definitely took pleasure in executing his plan. <laughs> Not only took pleasure in executing, but um, so what, what, what do you think? What do you think is his plan? So he's starting a war. Uh, you think he, he's starting a war between? I could. Say, I, I guess if he's starting a war, I would think he would want to start a war between two other parties, not between himself and another party. You know? I don't know. But we're a little I can't tell. I can't tell. He wants. To, I know he wants to tear down the city to rebuild it. I know that from the trailers. That's about it. And I'm trying so hard not to watch ahead of the episode that we're talking about. And it's so difficult because the show is so good. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch. We'll watch a whole bunch in the next couple days. <laughs> um, but we're 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 gonna keep these coming to you. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to mention about this episode, Jeff? Um. I just wanted to toot my horn a little bit, rather toot my bugle a little bit. Uh, ben Urick is originally from the Daily Bugle in Marvel Comics. Oh, nice. And you remember how I was like, why didn't they put him on the Daily Bugle steps? Mm-hmm. And they, they kind they kind of did. They kind of did. They kind of did. They have a Spider-Man character. That's great. Yeah. That's, and that's his, rad. Yeah, his first appearance was in Daredevil Comics investigating Wilson Fisk. That's awesome. I, In the I, exact same way. I like his character so far um, a lot, um, and I, it, his stories about his uh, uh, loss of all of his helpers in the past has me really worried for her, though. Yeah. So yeah. that's 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 scary. Anyway, guys, we're gonna keep all these Daredevil casts coming to you every day for the next oh nine more days. I think we're gonna space it out a little bit. I well, yeah, we're not gonna drop them on the days where we do our own, our normally regularly scheduled Tuesday cast. So our regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Um, so we, I'd say eleven days. Yeah, something like that. So hopefully, uh, we're keeping up with you guys in a, in, a, in an okay fashion. I I know uh, <laughs> I have friends who are already on the tenth and eleventh episode by now. <laughs> oh, my friend Michael has completely finished it, and he's like, "Hey, you want me to talk about it on the podcast with you?" I'm like, "No, no, no." At the end of this whole thing, we might have to have a big like round roundup cast where we do a full length cast about the overall series, start to finish. Yeah, I could see that. That would be fun. But like, I was telling him when when he was asking if if you know I wanted him to come on here with us, I was like, "No," because you're going to talk about 
stuff that's not in this episode. He's like, no, 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 I'll keep it contained to this episode. I'm like, no, no, in the living room, not 10 minutes ago, you talked about something that was in episode 10 without even thinking about it. (laughs) It's tough. It's tough not to not to talk forward, which is why we're trying to record these as we watch them. Um, Not we're we're not going to cheat you guys. We're not going to spoil anything for you guys. Um, Well, Anyway, with that being said, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine. Uh, check them out at 45-magazine.com. Um, you can hit us up with any feedback that you have at at MCUcast on Twitter, mcucast.wordpress.com, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com on the emails. Um, and if you'd really like to help us out, you could subscribe on iTunes and leave a five-star review. Um, but my favorite way to hear from you is our phone number, 573-CAST-MCU. Just call us there, leave a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. And we'll make fun of you, probably. Um, so no. <laughs> Anyway, everybody, you guys have a great day. We will be back with you tomorrow.